align yourself daily. So I have to align myself daily to being dependent on the Lord, carrying out His plan, and asking Him what He wants to do through me. Hello and welcome to the Beacon People podcast. We are continuing our series called Conversations with Purpose Seekers. At Beacon People, our mission is to guide, connect, and launch purpose-driven people like you into God's calling for your fulfillment and for His glory. Our Pathfinder curriculum is one of the ways that we do this. Pathfinder, A Journey Towards Purpose was written by our founder, Anna Nash. Today, I am talking with my friend, Rachel Gunn, who went through Pathfinder last fall. Rachel is a family coach and founder of Seeds of Impact. She is going to share with you her experience with Pathfinder, and she's going to give us a glimpse into her new ministry. She also gives us some parenting tips. So here we go. Hey, y'all, this is Marnie Clark. I am your host today, and I'm a coach with Beacon People in Birmingham, Alabama. And I am so, so excited to be here today with my good friend, Rachel Gunn. She is here to talk a little bit about her experience with Pathfinder, our curriculum with Beacon People, and also what she's doing right now, which is really cool. So, hey, Rachel. Hey, Marnie. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here and talk about this. Well, me too. Um, so, tell tell the listeners what what made you decide to go through Pathfinder because you kind of, I feel like you had in your sort of in your mind where you were going to some extent with your calling and um, so what made you decide to jump in when you did. Yeah, so when I decided to do Pathfinder, I had already met Anna, and I had been working with her a little bit, and I was in a place where I did. I had passion. Um, I had a lot of ideas. I uh, I had the gifts that I needed to just kind of encourage and empower moms, but I just felt like I couldn't get traction. I just couldn't figure out that sweet spot to move forward Mm -hmm. and I met with Anna we had been working together and she mentioned Pathfinder and it was like immediately I knew this was something that was going to help me so um, I jumped in with your group and I'm so glad that I did oh and it was awesome I love that group last fall it was a small group and I just I, I feel one of the great parts of doing it in a group is that you just get to know people so well when yeah. you're talking about purpose and passions and testimonies and it just it, it's really cool yes. lasting friendships that happen out of that so um so when you were going through it were there any key scriptures, anything that God kind of put on repeat in your heart, um, you know, maybe not a scripture even, but just sort of a a theme concept. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think for me, um, I'm such an independent person, which is such a gift and, and that can be such a great thing, but God kind of revealed to me where my independence was standing in the way of my dependence. Mm-hmm. And it was all this passion, all these dreams and plans. And um, basically what I came to realize is that I was taking things, my plans and ideas, the passions, the things that he had put in me, and I was trying to run with them myself. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking back at him saying, God, why are you not helping me? Why are you not making this happen? And um, so... Get on board. Yeah, exactly. Get on board with my plan. This is my passion. You put it in me, so come on, you know? And Pathfinder 
really, really helped me to see that it's not about the independence. It's about the dependence. Right. And it's about, um, you know, the, the question that really, and, and I wrote this down in my book, and I don't know if Anna said it. I don't uh-huh. know where, but this was what I wrote. Rephrase the question, what can I do, into what do you want to do through me? And that was kind of the key that really flipped it for me. Like, because that was always been my question. What can I do for you? What can I do for the kingdom? But really, I need to be asking, God, what do you want to do through me? And that Mm -hmm. just kind of, that shift really helped me. Um, Everything started gaining momentum and traction. Yeah. And so that is, it seems like a slight shift, Mm -hmm. but it really is a, a completely different way of looking at it and I can resonate with that and looking back at my old journals it's like exactly that God what do you want me to do what do you want me to do what can I do for you um but I I love so through the curriculum we have this it's kind of called a treasure hunt in the sense of you're really looking for God to speak and it shifts you into more of a curious Mm -hmm. mode which I think is so cool um and so, like you said, with that, what, God, what do you want to do through me? So, did you have any, um, Anna calls them big yellow highlighter moments <laughs> during that time? Um, yeah, so I really, uh, one of the big things that I discovered, um, and again, I, I wrote this down, and I'm just going to read what I wrote because it just, it was such a moment for me. Um, I just wrote that I'm a vessel of God's strength. It it flows through me to others. My life is a testimony to the love of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. And that, the, the reason that was such a big deal is, again, I have always considered um, almost like my life a testimony of how not to do things, how to, you know, learn from my mistakes. I'll show you the wrong way so you can do it the right way. But really God showed me that I'm a testimony of his love, of the power of the Holy Spirit and Mm -hmm. that his strength flows through me. I'm not, again, the theme here is that I should not be doing this on my own strength, which is what I have tried to do for so long. So that was really huge. Just, um, and what a, what a burden that lifted off of me to understand that it's not my strength mm-hmm. that I'm having to use, you know, it's the, it's God's strength that flows through me. So that was just such a cool thing for me to, to know. And I still have to go back to that. <laughs> I still have to yeah. re- revisit the book and look at these notes that I wrote these um, revelations because, you know, that, that nature is still in me to, to take off and start doing it on my own strength. So I have to continually, um, remind myself, and Anna said somewhere, you know, it's just align yourself daily. So I have to align myself daily to being dependent on the Lord, carrying out His plan, and asking Him what He wants to do through me. So it was really cool. That's so good. And I love that word vessel mm-hmm. that you're using, and it makes me think about the the verses, and I believe it's in Second Corinthians about how we are jars of clay mm-hmm. um and just just being that vessel it that shift um that that's so so good well and and the, your testimony um so what you were saying is that it used to be don't be like me <laughs> but there's just such power in a testimony to say 
this is where I was. Yeah. Yeah. And look what God has done in me. Look at Mm -hmm. what God has done through me. And that's such a powerful shift for me. Um, You know, in my brokenness, I think, I believe that was all I had to offer was, Mm -hmm. well, here are my mistakes. You know, you can learn from those but God's really shown me that that's that's not it. Like he I'm a new creation and he mm-hmm. has created me to do these things and look what God's using me to do. Um and that just again was just such a powerful thing for me um because in all that strength that I felt like I was wrapped up in, I was really kind of broken mm-hmm. and thinking my only uh, gifts were my mistakes, but mm-hmm. honestly, the gift is just what the Holy Spirit does through me. Oh, that's so good. New creature. Yeah. So when, the life map is, we do a life map in Pathfinder. So when you're saying all this, it's reminding me of that, like looking mm-hmm. at your life and being able to look at it through that perspective is such a shift from, you know, oh, I can't believe that happened or I did this or this versus God, what did you do? I'm being able to see what he did. Yeah. So was there anything that came out to you during that time of looking at the life map that was just sort of like a ding, ding, ding. That's so cool that you did this. Yes. Um, it, you know, when I did my life map, I was, it, I ended up because I was so excited to do it. I left our group that day, and all I really had was the the notebook, the the Pathfinder book. And Mm -hmm. so I just did it on a blank page in there. And the way it ended up, it ended ended up being on two blank pages in my notebook. And I had said I was going to go do it, you know, all fun and neat. But those two blank pages were so telling to me because it ended up one page was my life before Christ. And the second page was like post-salvation, my life Mm -hmm. after Christ. And Mm -hmm. what that showed me was all the things in my life before Christ, it was almost like a mirror. Um, It was almost like a picture of everything that he redeemed in my life after I gave it to him. And it was just the coolest thing to see, to be able to look at, um, you know, things that were spoken over me that were actually the opposite was spoken over me and different things like that just mm. threw out. It was, it was really such a cool thing to see not only the things that he has redeemed again, I'm a new creation, mm-hmm. all of these things and the, the pre-Christ era, like those things have been washed away. They have fallen away. But, um, also that, uh, he, when he recreated me, he pursued me. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool to go back and see all these instances where he was pursuing me as I learned to pursue him. Mm. So it was just really neat because um, just a little bit when I gave my life to the Lord, I did not understand anything else. So I thought that was it. I didn't mm-hmm. know there was anything else. And I just kind of went back to my old life Um but he pursued me. I can look uh, and see all the ways that he put people in my path. That he brought me into situations where I could experience him. Where I could know him. Until the day I finally kind of woke up and thought, oh, okay, this is, there is something more. And uh, it was just really cool to see all of that. For, just from that life map. I love that. And just the reminder that we need the gospel every day. Yes. So it's not like one and done. Okay, now I'm now I'm in, which you are, 
but to be able to look back and see that I love that word pursuing Mm -hmm. because sometimes we, I don't know, I tend to think that I'm like scraping, scrapping, you know, trying to make sure that, that I'm in God's good graces, but to go, no, he's pursuing you. He's pursuing me. Um, That's so good. So, so encouraging. And I love that before and after, because to look at a life map and rather than go, well, I made this mistake, but to say how specifically God lovingly restored specific situations. So I don't know if you want to go into any of those in more detail, or we can also move on to something else. <laughs> yeah, well, and there are a lot, uh, but just one example um, you know, I was uh, born um, fatherless. My father didn't claim me. So um, I grew up kind of feeling that a little bit, even though I, my stepdad, uh, my mom married my stepdad, and and I had a father, I had a dad, but I always had that um, little bit of a weight of I was, you know, this, this man left me. Mm-hmm. He didn't want me. Mm-hmm. Um, and... As I was in the the post, um, you know, after knowing Christ and all the things that he had done in me, I have on my uh, second page of my life map an experience where um, when I was serving with the church, I had an opportunity to speak at a small group um, of expecting mothers who were single. Mm. And one of the moms um, came up to me and said she was so worried that her daughter wouldn't have a father, that she wouldn't know her father. And in that moment, it was such a profound moment, um, God brought up that memory that I was actually fatherless. Oh, wow. And how he redeemed that to the point that I had even forgotten that I was fatherless because (sighs) he is my father. And so I was able to speak to this sweet young mom about that experience. But not only that, he reminded me that he filled that void so much so that it had been cleared away from my conscious mind. And it just, so, so many little things like that where I saw these things that I, even things I had done or things just that had been a part of my life that had been redeemed and used for his glory. And it just, there's so many cool examples, but that's one that I just particularly love. I love that. And it is just astonishing to think that to be in such a place of healing, to be able to say, I forgot because God is so much my father that I don't feel fatherless. Yeah, that anymore. I mean that was that was such a cool thing to be like you said in such a place of healing that I didn't even realize how healed <laughs> I was. I mean it was just so cool. Being a vessel of yeah. strength like you said and and hope for people that they can be healed and be on the other side of that. So tell us where you are now with your ministry because you have a ministry that is that is going. So. Yeah. yeah, so uh, Seeds of Impact is um, the nonprofit that I'm working on right now. And our mission is to equip parents to impact the next generation. And we do that through um, parenting education, through support, encouragement, empowerment. Um, and our goal is to really work with moms, um, help them understand healthy parenting, help them break those uh, negative um, parenting habits that are generational. 
um, and then just step into new healthy mindsets and healthy parenting habits. Um, Mm -hmm. We empower moms. We help them understand that, you know, God put in them what they need for their children. Um, Mm -hmm. God put in them what their children need for the path that he has them on. So we really want to meet moms where they are and encourage them um, and empower them to move forward and grow and impact the next generation. So I'm really excited to be doing that. I love that. That's so important. It is so important right now, always important, but just people feeling like they're grappling, that the world's different with, we've got social media, all these things that we never knew we had to deal with before. And it's hard for anyone, um, any parent to, to have to, to deal with those issues. And then it's from what our conversation earlier, it sounds like you have a heart for women who are in situations, whether they found themselves in there through something that they had gone through or done, but you're helping them um, with their children. Yeah, so I right now I have the honor of um, working alongside the Love Lady Center, and um, I teach parent classes there, and a lot of the moms there are, um, some of them are working to get uh, custody back of their children. Mm-hmm. They're all working to get healthy and get to a healthy place where they can step back into their children's lives. And so I get to come in and encourage them as moms, um, give them some you know healthy parenting uh, principles mm-hmm. and um, you know a little bit of education, but really just empowerment that um, that you know they are, the right mom for their children, that God placed them in that role and uh, just help them step into that with confidence. And so I really love doing that. I love getting to know these moms and getting to work with these moms. Mm. Vessel of strength, again. So when a mom is feeling weak or inadequate just to, to be there and come alongside, I love that. That is so, so good. And I just, I love that they can, they just having that focus, like focusing on your parenting skills or it's just so important just like to me with Pathfinder just even taking the time to engage with God on your purpose is so powerful and so really the the people meeting with you have a leg up on some of the rest of us who are like not thinking about it we're not focusing on it yeah, um, it, and that's something, you know, that's something I talk to my moms about, that it's it's almost like we step into this parenting thing thinking that we just have to hold on, uh-huh. you know, for the ride, but there's actually a rhyme and a reason to it, and that's, I think that's one of the greatest gifts I can give moms is the understanding of the, kind of the stages of parenting, like there are stages and seasons, there mm-hmm. are, um, you know, your kids develop in a certain way, and just helping um, moms understand what season they're in and how mm. to parent through that season. And I think a lot of times, you know, moms come to me with the deer in the headlight look like, I don't know what, what is going on. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but when I can just kind of give them a little bit of that uh, foundational information about, well, this is where your kid actually is and this uh-huh. is why this is going on. And, you know, here are some principles for responding to that and parenting through that. Then they just kind of leave feeling a little more equipped. Yeah. You know, a little more prepared for, for the chaos that, that has been going on around them. Um, and we see that a lot in the teen years. And that's something that I've noticed talking to moms lately is, um, 
you know, they, the teen years throw us all for a loop. Yeah. And we, we find ourselves looking at this uh, stranger that suddenly <laughs> inhabited our child's body. And um, so I really love kind of helping moms walk through that as yeah. well. And, and as a coach, because mm-hmm. you are also a, a coach. So, um, and with that, when you're talking about teen years, it seems like from what I've read and things that you've shared, I've seen you share on Instagram and other things that parents sort of step more into a coaching role. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can tell us a little bit about that with, with teens. Yeah, absolutely. So um, our children are created to seek independence mm-hmm. and um, it comes around between teen years, adolescence is around 10 through um, 18 or 19. And, uh, so yeah, as we step into this role, this season of I call it the coaching stage of parenting, our our job here or what we should be doing is kind of stepping back strategically, mm. giving our children some independence, giving them, um, letting them make some choices, letting them experience some consequences, um, giving them some freedoms. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, I say strategically. I was about to say, that word strategically sounds really (laughs) key. It's it's a real important (laughs) word because not every kid needs every freedom at the same time. And so, you know, I, um, the, the, the most generally considered healthiest type of parenting is authoritative. I like to add intuitive, intuitive, authoritative, Mm -hmm. um, which means that you have a healthy balance of boundaries and relationship and you do it intuitively. You know your children. You know where they need the firmer boundaries. You know where they need the extra nurturing, the extra, um, you know, encouragement. Um, so you do it intuitively. Uh, even your own children can differ within, you know, within your family. So yes, the the boundaries that you give really depend on your child's maturity level, um, you know, their strengths, things like that. But mm-hmm. you strategically find places where you can step back and let them explore. They are, um, in a sense, they are exploring adulthood. They're starting to step into that adult world. They can't do it all at once. But our job is to let them do it little by little and be there to support them as they do that. I don't like that. And I like that you said intuitive because we seem to want a hard and fast rule. When this happens, this is what we do. And um, you could also say spirit led, yes. case by case. Yes, absolutely. And that's one of the the biggest things for my Christian moms is you know you have to rely on the Holy Spirit. You yeah. have to. In fact, I recommend um, a book by Priscilla Shire all the time, uh, discerning the voice of God. Mm. Um, it's so practical in learning to hear from the Holy Spirit because I I don't want to say you have to be spirit led. You have to hear from the Holy Spirit without giving them some practical resources. Like, <laughs> how, how do, do you, you do that? Do that? <laughs> um, because the people used to say that to me, and I used to ask that question, well, what does that mean? And right. when I read this book, it really helped me to understand it. So, yes, um, it, parenting is we are co-parents with our Father in Heaven. We are not meant right. to do this alone. And um, I think that's one of the greatest gifts that uh that we can give each other as moms is just to encourage each other that um you're not in this alone yes and seek the lord for everything and that book discerning the voice of god 
by, Pris by Priscilla Shire. In fact, you recommended that to us in our group, and I read it, and I loved it. So thank you for that. Absolutely. If you've had any length of conversation with me, it has probably come up because it, it I would say it's up there with, with one of those life-changing books. Hmm. Well, I love that. And I'm, I'm thank you for sharing your experience. Everybody's experience with Pathfinder is so, so different. Um, and some people think, I'm going to go through this and I'm going to come out with a ministry or, or maybe I already know my calling, so why would I go through this? But thank you, because you were kind of halfway. It was like, I kind of know, and things are fleshing out. And, but I just thank you so much. This has been wonderful. So if, if you do have, if you are a mom out there with a teen, um, or, you know, I guess mainly with teens, is that your focus right now? Um, it is something we're kind of shifting okay. a little bit. Um, we I, I, we can coach parents in any stage, but mm -hmm. we're hearing from a lot of moms that there's just not a lot out there for parents of teens. Okay, yeah, and I so, agree. Yeah, so we're kind of working in that area and developing in that area. So I'm, I'm really excited about that. Well, so moms with children of any age, if they feel like they want some more confidence, feel like they need need to um, experience what you're talking about, getting some of those tools and um, just abilities, confidence, where where could they find you if they want to connect with you? Yeah, um, they can find me at the website, seedsofimpact.org. Um, on Instagram, uh, my handle is Rachel K. Gunn, and um, on Facebook at uh, Seeds of Impact. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel. so much for listening today. I loved hearing Rachel's passion. And when I hear her passion, it makes me think about Psalm 37, 4 that says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So that desire to help families. And then here she is, family coach and founder of Seeds of Impact. I am so excited to tell y'all about a brand new way to connect with Beacon People. We have just launched the Beacon People Community Facebook group. Thanks to the hard work of Christy Merritt. She is our connector with Beacon People, and she is uh, the one who made this happen. So we are so thrilled to be able to offer this to you. It's a way for you to connect with other purpose seekers and in that group, we are encouraging each other. We're cheering for each other. We are supporting each other. We are helping provide contacts to each other. We just want to support you. And we know that there are so many of you who could help so many other people. So we wanted to connect you all online. And that is just a great way for us to do that. You can also connect with us or ask us a question at beaconpeople.org.